Welcome to ServiceNow Tech Bytes, where we help you use our products better. I'm your host, Steve Miller. Today we're going to talk about the ServiceNow information experience with Darren Ladd, the Senior Director of our Customer Information Programs and Resources. We'll be talking about improvements in the organization of our information, the way it's presented, how to search for it, and lots more. Stay tuned. Joining us today is Darren Ladd. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Steve. I'm super excited to be here. Darren leads our various customer information activities and resources, like the product documentation and multimedia, as well as our internal training. We're glad to have him here today to give us the scoop on a number of improvements in the works. Before we get started, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about what you do here at ServiceNow. Sure, yeah. I've been around uh, ServiceNow for a while now, since about a month after IPO, and I've seen a lot of different things, been involved in a lot of different things. You know, this company has just grown and expanded and changed over that time period just outstandingly, immensely. You know, there's there's been a lot of exciting things that have happened over that time, but the stuff that we're going to talk about today is some of the more exciting stuff that I've been involved with. Okay. What's been your role here at ServiceNow? Oh, geez. So I've played a lot of different roles. So back in the day, I was a consultant that helped with a lot of the structures and practices around product development here and really, really helped put some of those pieces in place to be able to support some of the more compliance-driven customers that we have. Uh, then I went into really helping expand the uh, the expertise in program management. Finally, I now am the head of content strategy, which is an interesting title for a non-marketing person, but really the focus is around our customer support content and uh, really helping to shape and mold the experience that our customers have with that. And how about when you're not at work? What do you do away from work? Yeah, well, I have. Uh, I live in Boston, which is a little ways away from a lot of the main places for service now. So I spend a lot of time on airplanes. But uh, for fun, you know, I've got two little ones, a six-year-old and eight-year-old, and we just have a great time together. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, good, good thing you don't need to worry about things like sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> not very often. Okay, well, let's dive in. First of all, to set the scene, I wonder if you could give us an overview of the information landscape at ServiceNow. Yeah, absolutely. As a company, we're really focused on our customers and really doing whatever it takes to help them be successful. And over the years, that approach, that mindset has resulted in the creation of a lot of different uh, information sources or, or what I call content channels. Uh, we have our primary source of product information called product documentation. We have um, a couple really important knowledge bases which is our support and troubleshooting and known errors. We also have our, uh, our Now Support YouTube channel, as well as these podcasts that we're doing. Beyond that, it goes on, right? We've got our developer documentation and training on the developer site. We have our professional training and certification that's on another site. We even have, as everybody knows, a community, right, which hosts a plethora of different things. It has everything from champion enablement to really the product line-specific customer lifecycle plans um, and to the, the myriad of things uh, on the forums, really good information 
information out there. So it's a really diverse landscape. With all those channels, that must pose some challenges. Yeah. Yeah, it sure does. And as I mentioned, over the years, we've really been focused on doing whatever it takes to support our customers. In some cases, it meant spinning up whole new content channels to be able to give them what they needed. All these were created at a time for a very good reason. But at that point, what we've created is too many different locations that our customers need to go to to get the information they need. Oftentimes, they might not know where to get that information, or even worse, the information they need to answer the questions or solve the problems they have is spread across multiple different locations. And so what we've created is a situation where the information is too fragmented and the experience can be just really frustrating. And that's actually only just one example of a challenge that we have. Another one that we've heard loud and clear is that all the information that we have is is great, right? It's, it's really useful, but there's nothing that's really helping guide folks through achieving the results that they're looking for, really getting the value out of our products. So product documentation, as an example, it does a great job describing the product and its features, but it really falls short on shepherding people through setting up and using our products to solve real business problems. Well, I understand the company is undertaking a big initiative to address those challenges. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, it's it's really an exciting time to be part of content in service now. Right up to John, right, our CEO of the company, there's an acknowledgement that we need to transform the experience that our customers are having with information. That level of focus and commitment around information experience is really, it's rarely seen. Um, Anything and everything is on the table to be improved. Everything from how the content is written and structured to how it's presented, to how how you find that information, um, how you access that information, where you access the information from, and how you interact with it, all of it's on the table. I also, I want to mention that we're not doing this as a big bang approach. We know that there's a lot that we just don't know right now. So we're going to approach this with an incremental changes, learning from the experience and the feedback of our customers, and then refining our approach based on that. It must be really nice to have uh, have buy-in and support all the way up to the top levels of the company. Yeah, it's it's amazing because... Uh, Previously, we had been working really hard to try and get the the perspective, the buy-in, the the focus around this, but it was really a ground up type of approach. And that's, it's very difficult, right? Because to get the funding and get everybody on board, this is, this is a large organization. And when John came in uh, very quickly, he identified that this was an important thing to happen and really spun up a lot of support. It makes, it's a, it's a game changer. It makes a huge difference. You mentioned that finding information is one of the big challenges that users have. What are you doing to improve that? Yeah, that's that's a big one, right? You can have all the best information out there, but if people can't find it, then it might as well not exist. Uh, And we've had some trouble with that because of that siloing of all of those different content channels. You might be on one site and you can search, but you can only find information on that site or maybe at best a couple other sites. So they really can't get that full perspective of all the information that's available to them in the topic that they're looking for. 
And the place that many folks have gone to get a little bit broader perspective, a little bit better search, is um, the wiki search. So that search is really nice, and it's based on the Google site search, which searches over product documentation, the high knowledge bases, the community. But the problem is, is that Google has discontinued that site search. And so what we've done is we've developed a unified search on the high service portal. That high service portal search covers everything that the Google site search on the wiki does and more. So now it also searches over the now support YouTube channels and the Tech Bytes podcast channels like these. It also has some great filtering, which that Google search didn't. So you can filter on where the content came from. You can also filter, more importantly, on the family, the product version that the content is applied to. You also don't have to have a high logon to use this unified search. It's available on high even if you're not signed on. And this search is really the first version of this. We are going to continue to improve it, and we're adding more content so that you can get a broader swath of information. And the ways that you can interact and personalize this search is really going to make it easy to find the information that you need. You also mentioned leading customers through the process of solving real business problems. What can you say about that? Yeah, we've heard a couple things loud and clear lately. Our customers want a more guided and more prescriptive experience. They want us to tell them the best ways to solve their business challenges with our base product functionality. There's a lot of different effort around the company right now to restructure, reorganize, and really redefine how we're presenting information to provide that, that guided experience. You may have recently seen the announcement well, about the ServiceNow Learning Paths, and this is a new role-based training and certification program that provides folks with curated learning paths through our training. This is really just one small example of one small step in one channel that we're applying this kind of concept, but we're doing this across all of these channels. For example, we're working on role-based, use case-driven product documentation that walks folks through the setup, the configuration, and the use of the products so they can easily be creating success for themselves and for their company. You'll be seeing changes like this in many other areas as well, like multimedia. And you'll see some really good stuff with best practices coming. So really, you're developing brand new content for a number of, of common usage scenarios then. Yeah, brand new content and also really restructuring the existing content. The challenge has been that, as we talked about previously, the siloing and the fragmentation of the information has been such that people really just can't get that full perspective. And we aren't leading them through to get to that business value point. They might understand the features. They might understand the product. But how do they solve their business? problems. Well, in the spirit of helping users solve real business problems, can you tell us what we're doing with user documentation in particular? Yeah. So one of the key areas that we're focusing on is product documentation. There has been a lot of feedback around the doc site. And so there are some improvements that folks will be seeing over the near and long term. One of the points of frustration that we've heard about product documentation has been the lack of technical and especially API documentation. Well, the good news is, is that today we have API documentation on both the doc site and the developer site. So no matter which site you're on, you now have access to that API documentation. 
We've also heard some frustration around the structure of the documentation. Too small of articles or pages of links that link to pages of links. The good news there is that we are in the middle of an effort to consolidate a lot of those pages into longer and more comprehensive topics. The focus is to defragment the pages that represent the top 80% of the page views. And that's, that's a large volume of the whole site that's being covered. And you should see those changes by the end of the next month. And there's a lot of other improvements that are coming in 2018. For example, we're handling the versions on search much better. So right now, if you do a search, you'll see multiple different instances of the same article shown for each version. We're going to combine those so that you don't have to wade through all of that. And you can look at just one and be able to select the version that you want. We're expanding the search similar to the high search to include many different of the uh, of the content sources so that you don't have to go to all these different sites to search. Product documentation will provide much more of that single source of search. Um, be able to follow or subscribe or watch or whatever you want to call it. Um, you can watch those articles to know when they've changed and also sets of articles. Another thing is that we're going to create a better feedback mechanism so that you can see your feedback, understand where it is in the process and know when we've acted on it. And these are just a few of the improvements that you'll see coming really soon. Okay, as a user of that information myself, all that sounds great. All right, well, before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to add? One of the most important parts of this, which is we are not planning on making wholesale changes overnight, but instead introducing improvements over time. This incremental approach is critical to ensure that we are able to try new improvements out, hear people's experiences actually using it, and then modify approach going forward based on the feedback and the ideas that come out of that. We have concrete improvements that we believe will make a significant impact on our customer success. But the key there is that the word believe. We believe that it will have that impact, but we don't know if they are actually having that impact until folks are using it, right? Until we can see how they're using it and their experience with it. So we expect that in many cases, we'll have the very normal experience of, wow, well, now that I see this, I actually thought I wanted that, but it's not exactly what I need. It's, exa it's the exact same experience that all product development teams have had over the past with their users and their stakeholders and their customers. You think you know what you want. You're positive what the right solution is until you have it and you use it. And suddenly that changes your perspective and something new and different is really needed. And we recognize that. We know that we don't necessarily know exactly what is needed. And so we're going to get the changes out there and we're going to learn from them. And so that's the critical thing here is we want to hear that feedback as those changes come through. I also tell you this to set an expectation. Things are not going to revolutionarily change tomorrow. If they did, then most of those changes would be wrong. So instead, we are going to be very deliberate around the improvements that we make over the next year and then ensuring that we get that feedback. It's not a revolution, but an evolution to something that will truly support our customer success at every step of their journey. All right. Well, thank you. That's a really good overview for the changes that are underway here. If users would like more information, can you tell us where they might look? 
We recently started a community tag called ServiceNow Information Experience, and we're using that to post out around a lot of the changes and improvements and ask for feedback through that. So that's going to be one of the primary places that people can go to get new information and provide that feedback. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing these changes as they roll out. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thank you. We'd love to know what you think of this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more information on any ServiceNow topic, take a look at our product documentation, knowledge base, or Now Support YouTube channel. Thanks for listening.